Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to the 41st episode of the G-Man Journal Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Beccarelli, and today we're going to be uh, discussing some players that the Giants might be able to target in free agency, um, and we will be doing that in the first half, and then the second half, uh, we will be um, discussing uh, the new uh, CBA uh, that has been agreed upon um, by the NFL and the NFLPA and is currently in the process of being uh, voted on by the players. Uh, that'll be in the second half. So, yeah, so um, before we get started today, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Chris J. Beccarelli, CPA. If you're a small business and you're looking for an accountant to help with your tax needs, call Chris J. Beccarelli, CPA. Chris J. Beccarelli. We don't forget about the little guys. All right, so uh, thanks to him for sponsoring this episode, and um, I think we will get into it here. So um, I went through um, and kind of tried to pinpoint one player that the Giants might be able to target um, in free agency. Um, I kind of use this um, based on the NFL.com's top 100 and one um, free agent. Now, obviously, I could have taken the easy route and just named um, guys from, like, the number one guy ranked from each position. Um, but instead I kind of went in and kind of tried to be a little more realistic. Um, you know, obviously they're not going to, they have a ton of cap space, but they just don't have the cap space to sign the top tackle, top cornerback, top linebacker, top DN, top wide receiver, top safety, you know, like that's just not going to happen. Um, so I kind of went through, um, and, you know, like I said, tried to be a little bit realistic, um, yeah, I think we only have one of the top um, top ranked. Um, some other ones, we have a second, we have a third, a fifth, and a tenth. Um, so, yeah, so, um, again, just tried to be realistic here, um, and I guess we'll get into it. So, um, as I previously said, I, um, you know, tried to identify, um, you know, one guy from each, you know, quote-unquote position of need. Um, I guess you could kind of debate um, you know, as, you know, maybe you could make a case for more needs than this or less needs, but I just kind of went off of what I think they need being, like I said, offensive tackle, um, cornerback, linebacker, um, defensive end, wide receiver, safety. So, uh, we'll get into it. We'll start, uh, we will go down in that order. Um, so first we'll start with the tackle. So, uh... Uh, the the tackle that I have here is Jeff Conklin. Um, tackle uh, ranked twenty first um, overall. Um, so yeah, um, he's uh, the top offensive tackle uh, set to hit the market. Um, age uh, twenty five. Um, so yeah, this is. Um, a guy that I think they um, could probably go out and get, um, pulling up his uh, PPF here. Uh, PPF is, um, he's he had a player grade of uh, 78, uh, which is not bad. That's um, pretty good, basically. Um, so he would be um, in the top uh, range, I guess you could say, of... Um, of players, um, a hundred, 
Um, PPF grade would be he did everything perfectly. Um, zero would be worst player ever um, that you could ever have. Um, probably like a 50s, probably, you know, what you would, I guess, consider league average, maybe like a 50, 60. Um, but so 78 is not bad um, when you consider that. Um, so tackle definitely being a big um, need for the Giants here. I think this would be um, a good um, get if they could go um, and and go out and get this guy. Um, obviously, like I said, 25. Young, maybe t- um, sign him to a long-ish contract deal. Um, I will be going back um, sometime um, in this, uh, off season or basically, uh, in the near future, um, and making out moves and, um, doing more specific, uh, like contract details, um, that they might be able to, um, to sign some of these guys to, but anyway, for now, uh, we will move on to the next, um, guy that I have here, and that would be Ronald Darby, um, obviously played, uh, for the Eagles, uh, last year, um, so cornerback ranked seventy uh, second out of um, one hundred one. Tenth uh, ranked cornerback set to hit the market. Um, age twenty six. Um, PPF grade um, is a forty five point nine last year. So um, didn't have a great season, um, but you know twenty six. Um, I think their secondary is definitely young, um, and I think you know I don't need I don't know that their cornerback position um, needs as much help as um, some as like their front seven on defense. Um, but anyway, uh, that's the next guy I have there. Um, so yeah, uh, we will keep moving along here as the next guy I have is Blake Martinez. Uh, Blake Martinez is a linebacker, uh, ranked 64th overall, fifth ranked linebacker, um, and he's 26 years old. Uh, so as you can see, kind of a growing theme, younger guys, um, that I've picked out here. Um, but yeah, so I think that, um, sorry, uh, I think that uh, this would be a good guy to go ahead and get. Um, his uh, PPF grade um, is a 58.7, so right around league average. Um, yeah, this is um, a guy that maybe, um, I guess maybe hopefully, uh, they can pair with, um, with an Isaiah Simmons if they go and get him um, in the draft, um, but we will see um, what ends up happening, um, but, yeah, so, not much else, um, to say there, uh, yeah, I guess we'll move on to the next guy, all right, so the next guy I have on this list is Yannick Nagolki, sorry if I messed up your name, uh, defensive end, ranked fifth overall, um, third, uh, ranked DN to set the market, um, I think this is, it's kind of unfair to um, rank him uh, fifth. He's very good. Um, it just so happens that um, three out of their top five guys um, are edge rushers. They have um, Dak one, Amari two, and then Jadevian Clowney, Shaquille Barrett, um, and then 
uh, this guy um, at five. So, you know, like I said, um, very good. Uh, just so happens that, you know, I think that third ranked DN is just because this is a very um, solid uh, edge rusher uh, free agency market. Um, I think this would be a great guy to go out and get. Um, you know, again, another guy that you can sign, um, for a long-ish, um, type, um, deal. Um, yeah, uh, his PPF grade, um, last year was a 72, um, so very solid there. Um, yeah, not much else, uh, to say there. So we will move on um, as our next guy here is Robbie Anderson, wide receiver, ranked 35 overall, uh, third ranked wide receiver, and he is 26. Um, you know, this um, is a wide receiving core that I think could um, use uh, just one more guy. Um, so yeah, um, PPF grade of uh, 68.6. Um, again, think, um, that this wide receiver group could use, uh, just another guy, um, to pair young Darius Slayton and, uh, Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard with, um, and then Evan Ingram, if you throw in them, him there, this receiving game had some health issues, um, last year as Sterling Shepard battled concussion most of the year, um, Evan Ingram was out basically all the time with, a ver- uh, with a wide variety of injuries there. Um, so I think that this um, could be a good um, add here. Anyway, we'll move on to the sixth and final guy, and that would be Anthony Harris, safety ranked um, 18, second ranked safety set to hit the market. Um, I This might be one of my favorite guys um, out of this group that I've put together. Um, not a very well-known guy, but this is a guy who went undrafted and has instantly turned himself um, into, um, he was one of the best um, people or, yeah, on this, um, on a Viking, on a solid Vikings um, secondary last year. Um, so, yeah, um, only 28 years old, so the oldest amongst these guys, but still not very old. Um I think the best part about this guy is you move on to his PPF here, and he had a PPF of 90.5, which basically puts him in the um, elite category. Um, I basically say that 50 is about average, 60 is slightly above average, 70 is, you know, getting there. Um, uh, 80 is probably about solid player, and I'd say 90 above um, is kind of an elite um, I'd say 85 and above is probably, um, you know, like Pro Bowl. Um, but, you know, um, that's that. Uh, that's all I have there. Um, so, yeah, not much else to say. Um, as I said previously, um, I do intend, um, to go through and go more specific contract details, um, as we move along here that will might not be next podcast, but it might be in a little while. Um, I do enjoy doing that. I usually use um, over the cap 
um, dot com, um, great website. So, um, where you can basically put in your contract details, um, and it will basically, um, give you a cap hit and then you just kind of base it off that. But anyway, um, that's just now look to the future. I will definitely do that before free agency starts. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I have here. Um, so I will be back in just a few moments with the second half when we will discuss the NFL's new CBA. Hey, New York Giants fans, this is Jenny Vecarelli from the Closet Pack Rat. If you've made organization your goal for 2020, reach out to the Closet Pack Rat and we can help you reach that goal. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at the Closet Pack Rat. All right, you're back listening to the second half of episode 41 of the G-Man Journal podcast. All right, so just a few moments ago, we did... Um, talk about some um, players that the Giants might be able to target in free agency. And now we're going to talk about uh, the new CBA. Um, not a ton to talk about here. Just wanted to uh, give you guys an overview since I haven't been able um, to get on since it was pushed out. So this was proposed by the NFL. Um, so, um, so basically the basics are that there's going to be a 17-game season um, an increase from the 16-game season. This is uh, mostly for the purpose of uh, money for the NFL. Um, you know, overall, doesn't um, I guess doesn't really change things other than you're just playing another game, um, just you know another way to make money uh, if you're the league, um, and that. Uh, there's going to be 14 team playoffs. This is, uh, in my opinion, definitely more impactful uh, than a 17 game season. Um, just because so now you've seven teams um, from each um, from each conference making it, um, and now only the number one um, team will get a bye, um, and then two would play seven. Uh, three would play uh, six, and then four would play five, um, and then. You know, the and then um, I'm not sure if they would reseed, um, meaning the number one seed would play the lowest seed, or if they would just have it like a bracket um, where the winner of the um, three four um, plays uh, plays the one seed, or winner of the four five, excuse me, um, plays the uh, number one seed, or if it's more of like I said, just the lowest seed um, that the uh, one seed would end up playing. But anyway, um, just an increase um, in games, I guess, more teams, um, you know, more teams make the playoffs, uh, more likelihood that your team that you root for um, makes the playoffs. So, you know, I guess just... Um, more viewership, more publicity, more money for the NFL um, at this point. That's kind of what most of these are about. Um, so, yeah, those are the two things as far as the schedule. Now, this is uh, basically – now the rest of them are just, like, little things, um, except for the holdout policy. But um, anyway, um, the other one um, is the revenue. Um, so – 52% of the owner of the revenue of the NFL will go to the, to the owners. Um, and players will receive 48%, um, of those, um, 
of the, the the revenue of the NFL. Um, it is currently and um, will be for uh, this upcoming season, but will change um, next year um, in 2021. Um, so currently it's that the owners receive 53 and the players receive 47. Not sure exactly why this change was necessary, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, and then the final, probably the second biggest um, change here is the new holdout policy. So basically, let me read you um, what it says um, here on CBS Sports. So here's the breakdown. Um, increased fines for hold- for holdouts and players um, who leave training camp without permission. So basically, they're going to fine you more than they did um, for A, holding out, or B, um, just not showing up to training camp. Um, and the second thing is that players under contract who fail to report to camp on time or leaves the team for more than five days without permission will no longer to be eligible to um, earn money that season. Um, so basically... Say you had the Zeke situation or the Le'Veon situation. Basically, they could still play if they reported back, but they wouldn't get paid. So, yeah, so I guess what this does here is now you have two options. One, either... um, One, um, you could... Just, I guess, one, you could just go to camp and, you know, negotiate your contract throughout the season, or you could hold out until they give you a new contact contract, which seems a little risky at this point because now, now you really don't have any leverage other than, you know, like if you want, if the team wants you or not. Um, but you know, if the team doesn't, doesn't find it necessary enough to give you a contract, then, then you basically have no leverage. It's not like, like, well, you have to pay me anyway. So you, right. So at any time I'll just report and you'll give me a paycheck. Um, but now it's, you know, the, they don't have to pay you. So if they have plans to, just let you go in the long term and they don't think it's necessary to um for they don't think that they need you um for this season then you basically have zero leverage whatsoever so you can hold out but at that point if you're an owner or gm it's like whatever you can sit out i don't have to pay you or it's not coming out of my salary cap so yeah so that's that um you know so i guess maybe so this is to um you know, to try to avoid more, um, more, um, more guys reporting to camp, less holdouts, less negative, um, publicity, um, in the sense that if you're the average fan looking from the outside and you see some guy that doesn't report it's like oh well you know that's that's a disaster they won't even give him you know contract his you know a contract to the point where he feels he has to sit out you know i guess that you could consider that negative publicity so you know this new cba is just basically in an effort to um you know to a make the nfl more money and b 
attract more positive publicity and publicity in general to the NFL. So, yeah, that's um, about it. Uh, the two major things would be the 17-game season um, as well as the 14 um, teams making the playoffs and the new holdout policy, as I just uh, discussed there. So that will just about wrap this one up here. Um, hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, we'll be um, back sometime, hopefully in the next week or so. Definitely won't be the um, the gap you saw um, in the previous. Tried to make up for the gap and give you guys two this weekend. Uh, so hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, and yeah, I will be back um, sometime in the near future. Hope you guys enlisted it. Uh, enjoyed listening to this one. Bye.